he used to be like, the CEO a while back. Yeah, yeah. And he basically was saying, like, I asked him straight, I said, like, are you profitable? And if you're not, do you think you could be if you wanted to, as in if you weren't trying to grow? And um, he didn't really answer that part of the question. And he just basically said, no, we're not right now. And here's why. So okay. like it doesn't and that but to be fair that interview was I probably interviewed him like a year and a half ago, but they right. weren't profitable then, and now obviously this has been this they've taken another big hit with this. Mm-hmm. Well, but the thing so, is, they still they still managed to actually play the whole thing uh, as a positive, even even when uh, like their deck came out and some of their financials came out, they played it, didn't they? Because they were effectively saying like we're going to be the first billion dollar organization. Mm. even though that part and it was always approximately or estimated it was never actually revealed what that figure was as far as i'm aware so mm. i don't know like what what would how can you round that up could it be 950 yeah i guess 950 million above but how the fuck they're valued at a billion yeah i i, I don't so understand. that's so that was the so sorry that was the valuation when they had first planned the spark yes that the valuation was a billy mm-hmm. wow yeah, I feel like we're gonna get cancelled for saying Spark. I don't know. It's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's too close to like dodgy words, you know. Um, do you reckon it's worth explaining what a Spark is? Uh, if if you would like to do, I'll <laughs> see. This sounds so dodgy to me, my man. Honestly, I'm nervous. I'm like, oh, this is the one we get cancelled. I can say it's special purpose acquisition company. It's a company that's already public that sale okay, cool. to then uh, IPO and then use that that IPO money to acquire a company and take that public. Mm. Right, so instead of yeah, just FaceTime right, going yeah. public by itself, it ends as like an acquisition agreement with B Riley, which is the company that's planning to do so, and which, then which is essentially which is essentially like a shell company. So there's nothing actually going on at that company, and they're currently live on the Nasdaq, like they're public mm-hmm. already. And so the plan is to just phase the easiest way to think about it in my head is like phase fills this shell that's already on the nasdaq so then all of a sudden phase is public so that's what a spac is mm-hmm. basically I, I guess you get to skip out a, uh, a bit of the regulatory aspect of going public as well yeah if mm-hmm. i remember correctly but mm-hmm. i'm not an expert on spacs but <laughs> mate this sounds i'm getting i'm getting cancelled this fucking episode <laughs> Do you reckon that what you're like trying to avoid is something that's said in the US as well? Do you think that's a very UK? I think that's probably a very British thing. The way we say it, yeah, for sure, for sure, mm. English. Um, yeah. I say we say I, it. I, I don't. I haven't said it since I was probably thirteen. Um, yeah, I was going to say this is definitely a good thing, but I've not heard that word in <laughs> no, no, no. But like, well, yeah, I was a little fiend. <laughs> I was just saying all the wrong stuff. Like, I'd, if thirteen-year-old me was on Twitter, cancelled instantly. Yeah, but like, yeah, then I, I like went and worked in a special needs school uh, for work experience, and I ended up actually ended up actually working there alongside like being in college and stuff. So mm. like, I'm the most sensitive person on anything, and I haven't heard that word in a long time. No. And I actually had to cut out a few <laughs> yeah, friends a who who would use words that were. Yeah, not necessarily mm-hmm. appropriate. I actually had to cut them out around that time, which which was a madness. Like seventeen year old me had principles and, and morals and stuff. It was a We're madness. That's growth. That's growth. But, um, so you you mentioned um, it's a shell company, right? Effectively, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because Phase is, Phase is also a, basically a shell of a company. Uh, <laughs> We're not much actually <laughs> going on in terms of financials, and that mm-hmm. is uh, my famed segue. 
uh, which everyone hates, by the way, whenever I do like a shit intro or a segue or something, mm. uh, they hate it with a passion. So I've got to keep they delivering. They do. Yeah, you've got to. Um, I've seen you get some smoke on Twitter for that from one or two people. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's mostly private smoke exactly as well. We <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, thought, I prefer it to be public, to be fair. Like, yeah, I can play that off. But um, mm. no, so, so effectively the latest news with FaZe is that uh, the money they projected to have gotten Mm-hmm. did not materialize <laughs> and yeah. um we've got a bit more information in terms of their financials so for year ending december 31st 2021 they brought in almost 53 million in revenue and made a net loss on that of almost 37 million with an adjusted ebitda so earnings before interest fucking blah 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 blah, blah of mm-hmm. 28.7 mil so basically they're losing a lot of money they projected that they'd be doing better um, when they entered this agreement with B. Riley, the, the shell company. Mm-hmm. And now it's come out that they're not doing as good. But also, I, I think it was actually stipulated at the time of the like, merger announcement and the agreement that um, the, I guess the forecasting wasn't necessarily like uh, impenetrable. Like it wasn't yeah. done for the purpose of, of the merger. Exactly, right? It was yeah. just that was the, there internally at the company and they were using that. So it looked like mm. projections and, and forecasting can go wrong. But mm. to the tune of almost like 10 mil is a bit of a... Yeah. And I, I read something before, mate, that um, apparently the SEC in America, which is what the security is, the Securities and Exchange Commission, which basically mm. looks after markets and stuff, like regulates markets, I think. Um, mm-hmm. They basically came out with a new rule very recently that they essentially clamped down a little bit on valuations as far as SPACs are concerned. So what FaZe had planned to merge with this holding company, um, they clamped down, I think very recently, like within the last month or two, where essentially so the companies couldn't inflate the predictions too much or as much as they had been doing. Apparently, I think this might have been a problem for like a few years of companies just inflating kind of valuations or whatever. Um, and so they've cracked down a little bit on that. And it seems like FaZe has maybe just gotten really unlucky, like with the timing before they could actually merge. Like they did, like you said, they didn't, their, their projection wasn't according to, it wasn't a strict kind of SEC in accordance with projection. It was literally mm. just, this is what, and so they'll obviously will put a few extra mil on that. And again, I do want to, I wanted to just say really quickly, like to preface, I'm not, I don't know how to interpret financials really, but I do find it really interesting. I said this to you before, um, not sure if we're rolling, but um, Mm -hmm. like how often do you see the reverse where an esports company like comes out, the financials are surprising, but they're surprising in a good way. It's like, oh, they're making loads more money than than um than, than people thought they would be like i feel like you never see that i i or, haven't yet no i i was um having a little friendly conversation with the ceo of GameSquare, which owns like complexity and, and reciprocity and stuff right uh just after their 2021 financials came out he, he messaged me in a very friendly way i'm sure uh on on linkedin basically like saying i left things out on purpose but then in the actual in the article they were actually there uh, he just obviously mm. didn't read the article, didn't like the title of it, which I led with the fact that they'd lost however much money because I'm smart. Um, <laughs> and that's how you do things. And and uh, no wonder traffic's growing at Hitmarker because it's financial season, baby, and everyone's posting that shit. Um, but yeah, he, he effectively 
um, said, like, I don't like the negative, like, clickbait headlines. I said, there's no, not one part of it that's clickbait besides the fact it makes you want to click it to see what's going on, but everything is factual in the title. Mm. Um, and I said, <laughs> I would actually format this the same way if a company was making profit as well, but no one's making a fucking profit, so I can't. And I have no proof at the moment. Yeah, I think that's a really important point. And then it? he ended up I inviting me to go for drinks if I'm ever in LA or, or Dallas, I think it was. Uh, oh, yeah. He came and accusing yeah, me. I just me. said, like, make, make some money, me. mate, and then uh, and then I'll I'll nice you with a title. And then he was like, yeah, come for drinks. So I don't can know I tag, if that means... Can I tag along for the drinks? Of course, mate, of course. Yeah, I'm going to go... Uh, 2020 never I think so uh, it should, should be nice because I don't know if he means it in a friendly way or like he wants to like try and pay me off or punch me up I don't know what it is but he didn't like uh, he didn't like that I got to it and, and I framed it the way I did instead of the title saying revenues were up it said they made a loss because it, I wanted to include like the final conclusive state on the company and that's typically the best way to do things are you making money or not right and, and yeah so I yeah. think I've covered probably 10 um, like reports on financial performance in the past two, mm-hmm. three months. And all of them have been losses and a lot of them dramatic losses as well. Like rivalry, big loss, but like some good signs there at esports mm-hmm. betting company. But outside of that, it doesn't doesn't look great, mate. All the yeah. organizations pissing money away, overactive media, phase down uh, for 2021, like 37 mil effectively um i do wish know, that... complexity all of them like so yeah, yeah. I, I would i'm waiting for the point where i can write a headline that says blah blah organization make 50 mil in profit for 2022 or something i would love mm-hmm. to do that yeah i was just thinking while you're talking i wish that we could see the amount that kind of angel investors and funds had actually put into all these companies because i think that'd be really interesting so like you know, phase of lost 37 mil from their perspective, they might be seeing this like, yeah, that's fine. Because in the last 10 years, we've had athletes and companies and hedge funds and stuff invest 250 mil. Like, I don't know if it'll be that much, but you know, to them, that loss might not mean anything at all because yeah. they've got all this massive just reserve of money. So they've got years to figure it out. I guess um, so. But it also depends on how much they're giving away for that money in return as well. Cause like, Especially mm-hmm. in, in so the early like the days. Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because that's how the valuations come about, right? Like, you give away 25% at however mm-hmm. much, then it equals this. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. uh, I, I do wonder. Uh, and we have that information for some, I, I guess, in terms of how much they've received. I think, like, Rekt Global, for example, were pretty vocal about, like, Taylor Fritz has joined, Vicstar has joined us, mm-hmm. um, creators and stuff. And I spoke to the CEO, yeah. and, and I don't know if I should say this, so I shouldn't, but, like, each of them have submitted... Uh, quite a bit of money into the company like it's not just like his 1k you're now an ambassador type thing it's like mm. i'm now an ambassador sorry it's more like his six seven figures now mm. i am an actual co-owner in the company yeah, and stuff, yeah. right and now they're selling for what is it 470 mil or 450 mil or something like that mm. to some metaverse company which yeah. <laughs> it fucking writes itself on, on that front but um going back to the face thing a, a little bit leaning on esi's article with an unknown author it just says esi um so while they were um their revenue grew by 42 percent year on year but their net losses also grew by 28 percent um and (laughs) the losses part Mm -hmm. concerns me there a lot um snoop dogg being on the board when the merger goes through if it does isn't gonna save the fucking company i can tell you that much and it says um like the adjusted figure is lower than what was projected 
Um, it says the results confirm this discrepancy was driven by increased costs. So that's just like bringing in more people, probably hiring more talent and stuff. But like, I wanted to touch on that a little bit in the mm-hmm. it, like in the old days of optic and phase before I guess I don't know maybe five years ago and and before that. If you joined one of those two teams, like either of them, it was special. It was like prestigious. You know mm. what I mean? It was like, oh my God, I'm part of FaZe. Like this is a very small roster. Fucking hell, I'm like one of the top people in my industry. Nowadays, they're just doing um, competitions to see who wants to join and literally a no-name can join, which is fine. I like the, I like it. But like, mm. I think at this point, being a part of FaZe is no longer the like badge of honor that it used to be. Mm. Um which I don't know if that's just a sign of expansion. It's like, oh, they've expanded to the point where like it's not just a select few. There's mm. a whole crew of these people. But like to me, like they they've grown and they grow more and more towards the lifestyle brand stuff and are less prominent in the esportsy bit. Which yeah. look, we're seeing how these esports dogs are performing. That makes sense. But how are you monetizing the lifestyle stuff? Which is such a wishy washy term within itself. If you're doing it through partnerships with DC Comics, where Honestly, I've seen some of the panels. I even tweeted one out the other day. It's the fucking worst shit I've ever seen. The most cringe, on-brand face clan stuff I've ever seen aimed at minus four-year-olds because I don't know any living person who could enjoy it. Uh, I don't know if it's those kind of partnerships that are going to drive them to the promised land of profitability, um, which I think it says actually in, in the S4 filing. Were they aiming for it for like 2023 or something? I think they said uh, they were expecting... Here we go. So B. Riley, so the the um, the SPAC, does not expect a positive EBITDA to earnings before interest, blah, 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 until 2023 and phase outperform revenue projections. So for me, B. Riley are expecting them to get to a point where they're quite healthy like next year. Yeah. How so are you going to turn the ship around that quickly? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not sure how they're going to do it. I'm pretty sure it's like, well, I'm, let me just check, but yeah, by the end of 2023, they're basically expecting them to look, look much better. Mm-hmm. But like um, the deal has to be done by February 2023, if I remember correctly. Because yeah, uh, if not, because of the kind of company it is, uh, they would have to liquidate and return all of the money they've raised uh, to their shareholders, right? And I'm mm-hmm. sure they've they've gotten quite a lot since the phase announcement. If they're if they're since a billion dollar thing and they're already on the Nasdaq, like how many people are getting in early, ready for phase to jump aboard? Oh my god, we've got Snoop Dogg here and Nick Merckx is banging mm-hmm. it out and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Like, I, I I don't know how they're supposed to turn things around, but mm-hmm. uh, I guess that means they've got huge plans in place for like the rest of this year and moving into 2023 with with the funds that they can get from B Riley if if they're expecting mm-hmm. everything to like close quite soon. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea, like, how many times that? So obviously they fell very short by like, well, like ten mil basically, ten ten million dollars essentially, mm-hmm. or just almost. Um, like, how often does this happen in traditional industries? Do we have any read on that? Because I'm not familiar with this this really happening. Oh, like, like, surely, like almost a failed spark. Yeah, and like surely that looks awful to potential investors and to the people that have invested mm. that they can't even get a project or that, that they get a projection so wrong surely that looks awful as well so maybe some will start getting itchy feet and want to get out of there potentially. I, I, i'm well projections are projections for a reason and like especially during the covid times 
I'm I'm mm. sure many companies faced similar kind of dilemmas where yeah. going going into 2020 they projected however much they were going to make and that was probably predicated on some in-person elements and actually having staff available in the office and working and not just sleeping on the set instead of being on the laptop. <laughs> you know, not saying that was me by the way when COVID hit, but um, <laughs> yeah. So, so I imagine it hit quite a lot then. I, I don't. I, I wish I had like a statistic, and if I was well researched mm-hmm. prior to recording this, I'd, I'd maybe try and find one. But <laughs> alas, like full-time job does not allow it all the time. Um, you know, Preach. and the fact we just had a three-day weekend and I took full advantage of that yeah. um, to, to the highest degree. Um, I, I don't know, but it has to it has to be the case where people fail to meet projections, right? It's not as, I don't imagine yeah. every business is just like <coughs> banging it out and just uh, no. working out. Like the, the number of failed businesses versus ones that reach like a billion dollar like unicorn status will be fucking ridiculous, right? I imagine mm. it'll be 80s yeah. or 90s mm-hmm. um, or like they sell it off before they ever reach it and then some yeah. corporation takes over so i can't imagine it's uncommon but like I, I, it's a problem we've got in esports but it's getting better where we don't have access to a lot of financials and there's not really any journalists that are banging banging them out and getting them out into the public right mm. um so yeah, yeah. we we only have a, a small amount of data to work off of and small amount of information to yeah. work off of so everything that comes out is new it's like oh shit phase is doing this okay we didn't know that and they're the biggest mm. we've got with 350 million combined audience, apparently. Yeah. Who I don't know how the fuck they're monetizing them. It doesn't sound like they are really. No, it doesn't sound uh, like they are. Or they are for like three P per <laughs> per audience member or some mm-hmm. some shit, you know. Um, yeah. It, it, so everything that comes out is really novel still, and we're still building a better picture. I find of like the the accuracy of the industry state and mm. where like these big organizations are. Yeah, because uh, you and look it, at the four hundred odd mil acquisition. Sorry, mate, from Rec Global, and that paints a really good picture. It's like, oh shit, they're doing they're doing bits. They've like successfully mm-hmm. uh, exited, but then it's a stock deal, so they're getting stuck in infinite reality. I think the company is above them, and they have to wait for a liquidity moment again to cash out. Which <laughs> this would have been it. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much they will actually get when it comes to the time where the founders of Rec Global, behind like Rogue and London Royal Ravens, can actually bounce and make some dosh yeah you know i mean even that is kind of tired a bit it's like oh it's not quite great mm-hmm. yeah well that's the thing in it you could say like the financials that we do have access to like they're all just i don't know like you could make the argument that all these esports companies are just they're all in growth mode because they're all so young for sure so that's why they're all losing money i mean that's that is the explanation on some level mm-hmm. um and this is the thing again i want to say like i'm hold my hands up i'm definitely not the type of person that can easily go into a bloody financial report and know exactly what's going on and able to analyze a company's financials like that so that's a skill in itself and like it's difficult how to talk finance i have to go through this quite a lot to remind myself i i've not worked in business like that so me too man i'm not i'm not the perfect guy for it i just get to the point where i can understand what i need to understand and that's it you know yeah but i just i just think again like i'm not I'm not pessimistic about esports and about gaming as a space generally. Like I love it, and I think it's just got so much going for it. But I don't know. Just where there's smoke, there's fire. I feel like the only news we ever hear about financials are like negative, and maybe that's like you said because journalists aren't really covering it properly necessarily, or not many of them. There are a mm-hmm. few. Um, is that why, or is it that you know? they're just not very much to look at. And like, you know, you see the forecasts at Muzu every year, they're starting to slow down. You know, they've reeled some of that in. And, you know, 
just from a bird's eye bird's eye view, it just seems as though there's not that much cause for optimism at the minute. But no, no. I, 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 I would probably put money on the the esports organizations that will be the I don't know, the the Man United of the future, like the big sports clubs. I, I some of them haven't been founded yet. Mm-hmm. And some of the big yeah. ones we've got now Probably. won't see the light of day in that form. Whether it's a <coughs> a merger with another another organization, I think I think we're still going to see some more of that. Um, mm, yeah, because there's a lot of talent spread thin as well, and yeah, there's a lot of people, a lot of companies vying for the these fan bases, and yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's going to be a tough one. So where we saw yeah. like reciprocity. Shut its shut its doors and then got acquired by Game Square and then like kind of ro- it still owns like some franchise rights I think like Rainbow Seven in the Latin League oh, yeah. of Legends yeah. uh, arena and like a, a Crossfire franchise with uh, LGD I think it may be right um, besides uh, that like I, they got rolled in and like their resources and and I guess some of their talent and stuff would have stayed within Game Square who then acquired Complexity so mm-hmm. not not a direct kind of merger there but it's still con- consolidation of the industry and I'm, I'm like that makes sense to me I, I definitely definitely see that being the case but we saw how quickly like loud and like coy as well like two brazilian organizations like came out of absolutely nowhere mm. loud have done done so more on the influencer side but like look they're yeah. competing i think they just reached like finals of vct masters against optic right so they are yeah. competing yeah. as well <laughs> you yeah. know and, and coy as well like you get a superstar like um eBay and then there's PK with him, right? I think those two like bought a slot from Astralis in the Superliga in Spain and right. and they're smashing it like they got like three hundred thousand followers in like a month or two. Like it's it's insane, mate. And then like Carman Corp in France as well. Like mm-hmm. I have I have faith like yeah. some of these some of these organizations will reach the promised land when esports finally gets to a point uh, I guess like uh, its promise material materializes. Mm-hmm. But I also think some of them won't as well. You know yeah, I mean? maybe no, the envy and optic stuff is a, a sign of times to come. Yeah, I think so. I think there are just more orgs than there are fans, to be honest, and more orgs than there are yeah. money as well. That which is especially important, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, you'll see. It's we're still in like a stage where it's a bit of a free for all. You can pick a few that you're pretty confident will stick around. Like Phase will, let's be honest. Yeah, optic will. You know, uh, G two will. You know, there are some in Asia that definitely will, like you were just saying, loud is smashing it. So, you know, and I think just as far as the face stuff, just the the financials, like, what would you say? Just in conclusion, basically, it does. We'll keep an eye on it. Interesting to keep an eye on for the next like year, but doesn't look great. No, not at all. And and yeah, just just to round things out, I guess like um, the 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 S four filing also said that. It expects the 2022, 2023, 2024, and 2025 financial <laughs> forecasts and projections to differ from what was estimated prior. Um, and mm-hmm. I guess that's probably turned them all a bit more conservatively uh, and said, yeah, sure, "Oh, yeah. we're going to make we're going to make a, a billion dollars in revenue uh, in 2025. Let's turn that down to maybe half a billion. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I imagine just small changes <laughs> like that." Um, and it attributed it, it <laughs> like increasing costs and stuff, but also like current market trends, which is like, you know, who the fuck knows what that actually means. Mm-hmm. Uh, costs of revenue to be higher than what they projected initially, an increase in general and uh, admin expenses upon what was projected, 
and yeah. um, lower revenues of at least 20% than projected as well. So, like, yeah, just massive course correction coming there. I think mm-hmm. maybe they caught a whiff of their own bullshit a little bit at phase, and they're like, shit, we're, we're doing this thing. Like, everything's going perfectly. And then they realize, like, oh, no, eSports still isn't there yet. The, the fact that there are organizations that are valued, like, three, four, five times what a Premier League football club is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what did Southampton sell for? I can't remember when was that. It was recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah acquisition. Let's see. Uh, hundred mil. What? So Southampton Football Club cost one hundred mil. That is a bargain. And FaZe are saying that they are going to be valued at a bill. Wrecked Global is getting acquired for four hundred seventy mil. You look at the Forbes stuff, which wow. we haven't had one for twenty twenty two. Interestingly, but they were saying like TSM's four hundred odd mil and yeah, yeah. all this stuff, right? So yeah, the fact yeah, that we're good. apparently um, an industry that has teams that are worth more than teams that own stadiums and have actual paying fans with season tickets and will go mm. to the ground and buy a grimy pucker pie and all this yeah. kind of shit like, and buy all the jerseys every year and all this kind of shit. It's, it doesn't fly with me whatsoever. No, maybe, no. maybe we've got a couple based on the, the audience they command online, but like we're still not monetizing that audience well at all. No, so no. we're in a very weird spot. Uh, I, I think that the, weird, the face stuff is just... Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a sign of the times, to be honest with you. Like we're having to calm down on all of the real hopeful bullshit where we're saying yeah. this is we're we're almost there. We're going to go big now. The pandemic's really accelerated our growth because like we can see through all of that stuff now. And mm-hmm. even our even our diamond our phase clan in the industry is not yeah. quite up to scratch with exactly. uh, where they said we were. But the one thing I want to say is the billion dollar valuation, whether they even reach it now. That's a narrative that will stand the test of time and they will be called a billion dollar org even if it's revised and it's 700, 700 mil or 500 mil or whatever. Mm. It's like if I put, if there's a headline that comes out saying Adam Fitch uh, like kicks cats, that'll go huge and then later there'll be a rebuttal saying no, there's actually evidence he didn't kick the cat. Everyone so will still call me a cat bit. kicker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that, that'll be the same here. Like it'll work it'll work in their yeah. favor. Like they're the first billion dollar esports org. Like it's perfect for a BBC or um, mainstream mm-hmm. American media to to use that. It seems flashy, you know. So mm-hmm. again, like they'll actually benefit <clears throat> from that <laughs> yeah. after the fact, even after this stuff, because this won't travel anywhere near as much as the announcement that they made prop before about uh, becoming publicly no. traded. No. <clears throat> and I do think it's interesting what you said a second ago about like Face Clan is the darling of the industry, and even that, <clears throat> like the sentiments, have got to start cooling down. Um, I don't know; it's just interesting that you know all the investment that's come in, and it's just everything seems to be like, right, we need to chill out now. We need to just make sure we're being realistic. And it's just interesting to to see it unfold. Well, like when was the last time you saw an organization announce a big raise? It's yeah, been a long time. Yeah, yeah, it really has, yeah. And also, we're an industry that, that celebrates people raising money and giving away parts of their company instead of making a profit. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, like 100 Thieves, like, we've raised 50 mil and everyone's like, oh, shit, congrats, fucking hell, let's go. I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, but how much money I have mean, they fucking is, burnt up to this point? <laughs> yeah, no, they, did, they are burning money, but, you know, they are technically startups, a lot of them. And, you know, yes, exactly. Yeah. They're in growth mode, so they do need that money, but, like, yeah, I agree with you. It's yeah, it's strange that I hadn't really considered it, but you, you don't see that much, do you? That no, because there was a and, point and you know they're trying. You know they're trying. Like they're going to be. In the there was a point rooms. where like every month it was like, 
Fnatic raises 20 mil, G2 raises 10 mil from the Nets owner to expand it to North America. 100 Thieves have got fa- um, sorry, yeah. phased, got Drake and Scooter Braun and blah, 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 blah. It just it yeah, was yeah. going off. Cloud9 with 50 mil, I think it was, and all this shit. And you um, barely but... see any of it anymore. Like Loud just raised 9 million, but that was for a sister company who are uh, like creating a like decentralized organization where they're looking to get like Brazilian gamers into into mm. blockchain gaming. <laughs> so mm. the, the, the last esports race was actually for blockchain gaming. And um, mm. I actually saw all the fans just going like crazy positive about it, being crazy positive about it, which makes a change. But they've just got that kind of fan base where like Loud could put out that they're going to assassinate like Boris Johnson and <laughs> everyone, well, actually, I'd probably celebrate that as well. Um, allegedly. <laughs> oh, yeah, <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. But um, do you know what I mean? They could, they could like say, we're going to kill um, Fat Ronaldo and everyone would be like, yeah, that's fucking sick, mate. Go do that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a beloved person. So yeah, it's, it, they're in their kind of their own little world over there. And I, I guess it's probably the same in, in like China and mm. a bit of South Korea as well. But basically I think what we're saying is, Phase down, yeah, phase maybe, that's yeah. down. Yeah, so at least for now, we'll see. We'll yes. see what happens. Yes, but it doesn't look that healthy, does it? Clearly, no. Um, do you think I've been too negative? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, I, uh, I actually don't. I was speak. I messaged someone. Like I said, I wanted to ask someone that really does know what they're on about. So I messaged someone, and they were basically. I asked them, "Is it? Is it just a kind of? Is it incompetence, or is it?" they were lying like they actually lied about stuff um and they basically said it's hard to tell but it doesn't look good <laughs> why not both <laughs> well yeah was, exactly maybe maybe it was or maybe it was you know maybe it was just an honest mistake in which case i guess that's incompetence in a way so and it's very on brand with phase considering they've still got banks there who is he <laughs> i'm not going to say that last bit he's prone to, <laughs> prone to making mistakes i'm going to say <laughs> But anyway, oh, no. everyone go um go and phase that like button yeah. and subscribe button. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. get us to hundred subscribers so we can get a custom URL and I'll change it to phase down. Oh, uh, right, thanks for watching Amazing. everyone. Cheers. Nice one.